0: Would you turn with me in your Bible to John chapter 8, and as we do that, we're going to dismiss our children to Children's Church, so if you have little kids who are preschool or kindergarten age, you want to go to Children's Church, you can do that now. And uh, this is something I don't mention every week, but just so that y'all know, uh, we do also have children's bulletins with some different activities and word searches and little things your kids can be listening for in the sermon. So if they want to stick around in this room, you're welcome to do that. We have those at the back right next to the visitors' table. Well, we are making our way through John chapter 8, and. When we started this sermon series right around the Advent time, we had it carefully planned so that this text would come up today. Not exactly. It was a stroke of God's providence, but I think it's an appropriate text for 4th of July weekend. So let's give our attention to the reading of God's Word, John 8, starting at verse 31. We'll read all the way through verse 47. This is God's word. So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. They answered him, We are offspring of Abraham and have never been enslaved to anyone. How is it that you say you will become free? Jesus answered them, Truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who commits sin is a slave to sin. The slave does not remain in the house forever. The son remains forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. I know that you are offspring of Abraham, yet you seek to kill me because my word finds no place in you. I speak of what I have seen with my father, and you do what you have heard from your father. They answered him, Abraham is our father. Jesus said to them, if you were Abraham's children, you would be doing the works that Abraham did. But now you seek to kill me, a man who has told you the truth that I heard from God. This is not what Abraham did. You are doing the works. Your father did. They said to him, We are not born of sexual immorality. We have one father, even God. Jesus said to them, If God were your father, you would love me. For I came from God, and I am here. I came not of my own accord, but he sent me. Why do you not understand what I say? It is because you cannot bear to hear my word. You are of your father, the devil, and you will, your will is to do your father's desire. His, he was a murderer from the beginning and has nothing to do with the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks out of his own character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. But because I tell the truth, you do not believe me. Which one of you convicts me of sin? If I tell the truth, why do you not believe me? Whoever is of God hears the words of God. The reason why you do not hear them is that you are not of God. This is God's word. Let's go to him now in prayer. O Lord our God, we thank you that you have spoken truth to us in the person of Jesus Christ. We pray, Lord, that we would know the truth. We pray that we would believe the truth and that your truth would set us free from slavery to sin and death and unbelief and doubts and fears and all these things which promise freedom but only deliver slavery. O oh, Lord Jesus, we pray that we would be free indeed for we pray this in the name of Jesus who is the way and the truth in the life. Amen. On July 4th, 1776, 247 years ago, the United States of America declared our independence from England, led by our founding fathers, George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Alexander Hamilton, and Mel Gibson from the Patriot. (laughs) Americans boldly declared, we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal and are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. As Americans As people who are made in the image of God, we have a God-giving yearning to be free. And throughout history, though we have sometimes failed to live up to our loftiest ideals, we have been willing to fight for freedom around the world. As Americans, we believe that God has given us freedom to worship Him without government interference. He's given us freedom of speech and freedom of the press and freedom to assemble. We have the right to bear arms and the right to say no thank you when British troops want to sleep on our couches. (laughs) Granted, that freedom comes up a lot less often than some of the other freedoms, but it's in there, I checked, and we're keeping it. We have the right to remain silent, we have the right to demand a search warrant, and if you're ever in trouble on the witness stand, which I hope you're not, you have the right to remain silent and not testify against yourself. We can plead the Fifth Amendment to the Constitution, that is our right as free citizens of the United States. So, with all this talk about freedom and independence and rights and liberties, it begs the question, what is freedom? What do we mean when we say that we have freedom in this country? Well, usually we mean that I can say whatever I want to say and do whatever I want to do. When it comes to rules and regulations and requirements, you are not the boss of me. That applies to parents and spouses and teachers and presidents and pastors and churches and even God himself. No one can tell me what to do. The question is, is that freedom? What if I told you that autonomy is the opposite of freedom? What if I told you that everyone who sins by rejecting God's authority is a slave to sin? What if I told you that Jesus is the truth and that only the truth can set us free? What did the Apostle Paul mean when he wrote in Galatians 5, For freedom Christ has set us free. What did he mean when he wrote in 1 Corinthians 9, For though I am free from all, I have made myself a servant to all. What did Martin Luther mean when he wrote, A Christian is an utterly free man, Lord of all, subject to none. A Christian is an utterly dutiful man, servant of all, subject to all. It turns out that this is one of the great paradoxes of the Christian life. We find freedom, true freedom, when we become slaves of Jesus Christ. We find freedom when we do not everything that we want to do, but everything that he tells us to do. Our culture says, to paraphrase a line from John Piper, true freedom is the desire, opportunity, and ability to do whatever makes us happy right here, right now. No limits, no restraints, no regrets." But what if that's not true? What if true freedom is the desire, opportunity, and ability to do what will make us happy not only right now, but a thousand years from now? When we see our God face to face in the kingdom of God, in the person of his son, Jesus Christ. Verse 31. So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples. And you will know the truth. And the truth will set you free. For Christians, every Sunday is Independence Day. And every Sunday is Dependence Day. It's both at the same time. So on this 4th of July weekend, as we get out there and light our safe and sane fireworks, as we barbecue our hamburgers and hot dogs, as we hop in the giant hot tubs in our backyards that we call pools, I want us to think about three ways that the gospel of Jesus Christ sets us free. How do we experience the freedom that Jesus came to bring? Well, if you're taking notes this morning, here's our outline. According to Jesus, if we want to be free, if we want to experience the fullness of the freedom that Jesus came to bring, we have to know the truth. We have to follow the truth. And we have to love the truth. Faith in Jesus sets us free. Obedience to Jesus sets us free. And love for Jesus sets us free. Are you ready? All right, let's take a closer look. We begin with our first big idea, which is this. If we want to be free, we have to know the truth. Faith in Jesus sets us free. Verse 30, as he was saying these things, Many people believed him. So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Now, two smaller related questions that came to my mind as I studied the verses this week are this First, what is faith in Jesus Christ? What does it mean to believe in him? What is